Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Annie Fry Show YouTube live chat poll of the day is sponsored by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. All right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. What do you want from me? I'm not a sweet heart. Goodness sake, kid. Keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not a This is the Annie Fry Show. Or what personal and romantic is later. When I ask you personal, do you take that to mean romantic? Yes. Okay. And do you understand it, that their relationship began in 2019 and continued until the last time you spoke with her? Yes. So there was a witness from earlier today that said that the relationship between Fonnie Willis and Nathan Wade started in 2019. And then we heard a little bit later uh, this special prosecutor. But you did travel with Miss Willis in 2023. Talking to correct? Nathan Wade. I did. And you traveled with her in 2022, correct? I did. And you traveled with her in 2021, correct? No. So you only traveled with her in 2022 and 2023? 2022 and 2023 is what I recall. That's what you recall? Yes. Okay. Um, so you just don't remember if you traveled with her in 2021? 2022 and 2023 is what I recall. Is what you recall. My question is, did you travel with her in 2021? I'm not recalling any travel in 2021. So it's not yes or no, you just don't remember? I'm not recalling any travel in 2021. So the memory got a little fuzzy in 2021. I don't know why. What happened then? I Mm. see what you did there. Uh, The Georgia uh, district attorney for Fulton County, Fonnie Willis, this is happening now, right? Has just taken the uh, witness stand. And this is hugely, hugely um, impactful on the trial that Donald Trump is facing in Fulton County. Let's listen from the beginning. Yes, Chelsea. 
District Attorney Fani, F-A-N-I, last name is Willis. Um, Ms. Willis, when, how did you know to come into the courtroom right now? There were people I was pacing in my office, okay. and um, I heard someone yell, his testimony is done. Um, it only made sense to me that I would be your next witness, and I've been very anxious to have this conversation with them today. Okay. So I ran to the courtroom. So as soon as um, you heard that Mr. Wade was done testifying, that's when you just assumed you would be the next witness? It only makes sense. Um, did you listen to any of the testimony? I've been in my office pacing, ma'am. Um, did you listen to any of the arguments? I did hear the, the arguments this morning. It's ridiculous to me that the, you lied on Monday, and yet here we still are. And I did listen to that argument. Um, um, all right, so that was it, just the argument, no testimony. Right, I listened to the argument this morning where Adam Abadi, I thought, did an excellent job pointing out how dishonest you were with the court on Monday. And um, I'm actually surprised that the hearing continued. But since it did, here I am. Great. Um, so let's talk about, first, let's just talk about what you did in preparation for today. Um, did you meet with Mr. Wade at all? Once the, mo once the motion was filed, did you meet with Mr. Wade and talk to him about the motion that I filed to disqualify you? On January, this first January motion? But, yes. I don't know if you could say talked about. Um, I probably had some choice words about some of the things that you said that were dishonest within this motion. So I don't know that it was a conversation. As you know, Mr. Wade is a Southern gentleman. Me, not so much. Okay, but my question was, did you have a conversation with him? I didn't him? have a substantive conversation. You did not? I read this motion, skimmed it more up, so, and um, I've probably said some choice things to him about some of the lies they were told. Okay. And been printed in the media because, you know, we used to be in a day and time where you had 60 minutes and people did stories and they verified information um, and you had this great reporting. But it seems today that a lawyer writes a lie and then it's printed for all of the world to see. Well, I just want to make sure that you answer the question I asked, though. So my question was... Overruled, Mr. Bader. Um, I told you what happened. I read the motion. I am sure I told him what my opinion of it is. And past that, we had no substantive conversation. You did not. Is it um, something you didn't understand? No, I just wanted to make sure that, that okay. you did not have a meeting with him in the conference room to discuss the motion. Right, next question, no. Ms. Merchant. So in the, in the conference room of my office, within this week, you produced some financial document. That financial document was given to me, something, and I'm not even sure if it was given it to him by me or Mr. Abadi gave it to me. Um, and I think he showed me a document in our conference room. But as far as a substantive conversation, I would not have... I don't believe I've had any conversation with him that is substantive related to this. Okay. Um, I have had conversations with him um, since you filed the motion, but they wouldn't be substantive to this. He sent me uh, very nice uh, sermons that, that have been done. And so we've had conversations about, did you listen to that sermon? You, you know, things of that nature. And I would say they were in relationship to this because I think he did it to be kind. Um, let's start back in 2019. Yep. So um, you and Mr. Wade met in October 2019 at a conference? That is correct. Okay. I think in one of your motions you tried to implicate I slept with him at that conference, which I find to be extremely offensive. 
I stayed at that conference. Mr. Wade was my teacher. I did not meet him when he taught the class. I was standing outside talking to Lisa Reeves, who is a judge. Me and her were just having a conversation. Mr. Wade walks up and they hug each other. They have some brief conversation. She introduces us. Your Honor, I'm, I'm going to object. We kind of thought that when you ask a question, you can answer the question, not a speech. So I object to the speech. I agree. I'm able to explain my answers. I believe she's able to explain her answers. Ms. Merchant, that's okay. I can handle it. Ms. Willis, I'll ask you just listen to the answer, or excuse me, the question, and keep the answers confined to the question as best you can. I think you'll have more than enough ample opportunity on uh, when the state is well, able to It's highly to offensive when someone lies on you, and it's highly offensive when they it's try touched. to implicate that you slept with somebody the first day you met with them, and I take exception to it. All right. Well, Ms. Willis, you'll be, have... The opportunity to explain all of that when it's the state's turn to ask more open-ended questions. Yeah. Ms. Merchant. Thank you, Judge. Um, so again, my question was, you all met at that conference, though, right? We did. The meeting. Okay. He, as I stated, he taught the class. I did not actually meet him when he taught the class. I walked out of the class, and I'm not sure if it was that exact class or we had went to lunch, but we were standing in the vestibule, like outside of the class. Me and Judge Reeves were having a conversation. She had worked at a law firm I worked at. Back in 1996, we're getting way afar. I mean, I don't mind her explaining her answers, but I literally just asked if they met at that conference. She's explaining how she met Mr. Wade, which was exactly the question asked by Ms. Merchant. It was These answers are more than appropriate. Um, Ms. Merchant, if you want more concise answers, perhaps you could lead the witness. I will. Thank you, Judge. Um, isn't it true that you met Mr. Wade in October 2019 well, at the judges' have, conference? We haven't gotten to the point where Ms. Willis should be treated I think we. Well, I very much everybody. want to be here, so I'm not a hostile witness. I very much want to be. Not here. so much that you're hostile, Miss Willis. It'd be an adverse witness. Your interests are opposed to Miss Merchant's. Thank Ms. you. Merchant's interests are, per are contra contrary to democracy, Your Honor, not to mine. All right. Let's Judge, proceed. Just we ask keep, that we, we can keep things moving, Miss Merchant. Thank next question, thank please. Um, okay. So we've confirmed when you met. Um, after that, isn't it true? No, I, I need to explain this, and I think I get to explain my answers. When I met him, Judge Reeves introduced us. He handed me his business card. I'm unsure if I handed him my business card, but we exchanged information. He said, if you ever need any help, give me a call. And he walked to the parking lot. Um, so after, after that, you started dating shortly thereafter, correct? That's a lie. That's okay. one of your lies. Okay. Um, do you know Robin Yurdy? I, I know her as Robin Bryant. I, I knew her. Uh, so Robin did not go to my college. She okay. went to the college of, uh, I went to Howard University. She went to Morgan State. Uh, I met her through some people I knew. Um, in college, we hung out a bit. Not much because she was in Baltimore and I was in Washington, D.C., um, but we hung out a bit. After college, I lost contact with her. I probably didn't see Robin again until maybe seven or eight years ago, a chance meeting here in Atlanta, but we did not have a consistent relationship from when I left college and came to Emory Law School here in Atlanta. But I, eight to 10 years ago, um, just by happenstance, I ran into her. So she was in Atlanta. You have been friends with Robin for 30 something years. Did you hear my answer, ma'am? Yes, and I'm asking if you've been friends with her for 30 something years. I've known her for 30 something years. We certainly hung out and party together in college. Um, she was from the DC area. She would come home and party together. Uh, wasn't close, but she was certainly in the girlfriends that party together. Um, and then 
like I said, I ran into her about 10 years ago in Atlanta, Georgia. So but we didn't talk throughout that time period. I didn't see her. I didn't even know where she was. When I ran into her, I was surprised she was in Atlanta. And so, yes, I have known her probably since 1990, 1991, but we have not maintained a consistent relationship that whole time. For the last 10 years or five, whatever you'd like to classify it as, have you been friends with her? I have not spoken to Robin in um, over a year. I certainly do not consider her a friend now. Um, I think that she, you know, there's a saying, no good deed goes unpunished. And um, I think that she betrayed our friendship. So let's Wait, narrow it down the timeline now. So my questions are going to be from the time period of 2019 until she no longer was employed for you, the last time you all talked. So all of my next questions are just focused on that time frame, okay? Yes, ma'am. Up until she left your office. Yes, ma'am. Um, during 2019, you all were friends, correct? Yes, we knew each other in 2019. During 2020, you all were friends, correct? We were, we knew, yes, we were friends during that time period. During 2021, you all were friends, correct? Yes. Okay. And such good friends that when you needed a place to stay, you asked her if you could take over her lease. That's a lie. You did not, not move the, into her apartment? I did, but that's not the way you characterize it is wrong. I asked if you asked if you could take over her lease. Did I did you? not ask if I could take over her lease. Did you move into her apartment? I, I moved into her condo in April of 21. The circumstances around that were that Robin met her husband. They wanted to move into a, another and separate place. She wanted to get rid of her condo. My father was living with me at the house. Because of this case and because of my stance on gangs, my life was being threatened regularly. My father urged me to leave our home. At the same time, as luck would have it, Robin wanted to give up her lease because she wanted to move in with this new man she met who eventually became her husband. And so as life circumstances worked, my dad was begging me to leave the house. He was afraid for me, afraid for his grandchildren. She wanted someone to take over her lease so that she didn't you know, have to pay a fee or get abandoned. And so I don't remember when, but probably March or April of 21, I move in and take over her lease. And did you pay her, her or did you pay the um, leasing agent? No, I don't even know who the leasing agent was. I paid her. You paid her. Did you pay her cash or did you use card? Um, there were some times that I would give her cash, and there, but mostly I paid her via cash app. That would be the most convenient thing. So I would not only give her her rent, but then like when the utilities would come in, whatever the utility was, she might be like, I need 70 bucks, I need $100, whatever it was. And um, we never had a problem with money. I, whatever she told me it was, I never asked to see a bill. I never questioned her. I just gave it to her. What, um, what percentage would you say you paid cash versus cash out? Oh, most of the, the vast majority was cash out. I, cash I don't out. know what percentage. I'm not going to guess that. But the vast majority was cash out. But there would be times she would say, you know, this bill came in at 70 bucks. Here goes 70 bucks. Um, did you have a monthly rent amount that you paid her? I can't remember. It was fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars. I can't remember what it was, and it would vary, which I, I don't understand to this day. But like I said, I, I never questioned her. When did Whenever you move she out? Said it was. That's what I paid. When did I you move abruptly out? moved out in February, uh, either late January or early February of twenty-two. Of twenty-two. Yes, February twenty twenty-two. Is that what you said? January, February of twenty-two. I I believe it is January, but um, I. I paid her half the rent of February of 22 is what I remember. And because um, I was offering to pay the whole rent, even though I didn't live there, I didn't think it was right. Um, and she, she, I didn't, I ended up just paying her half the rent. 
Um, so that's after you moved out. You said you paid your half of that. Okay. And um, the time that you said you had to move out of your house because you were scared, um, did your dad stay there at your house? I was, my father was concerned. Yes, we were both concerned. Okay. But he's, he remained there. My father was 80 years old. He would have been 79. He was scared to death of COVID. You have to go back to when this was. My father's an older man. Um, I wanted him to move out. We had some discussions about him moving out. And what he decided was, the risk of COVID was more dangerous than the risk of the people that were threatening. Um, typical man, more worried about his daughter and his grandchildren than his own safety. Uh, you'll get to meet him and you'll understand he, he doesn't scare too easily. So your grandkids or his grandkids were living at the house as well at that time? Well, I don't know how old your children are, but when you have adult children, they leave and they come back. They leave and they come back. So there have been periods of time that they're there, they come, they do whatever they want to do. Children do what children do. As long as their mother has a house, they'll come to it. Unfortunately, now the threats because of this case have gotten so extreme. I just pay a mortgage and no one lives there. Um, and that's what I was going to ask you. So when you moved out in, I think you said April 2021, you left your dad and your two kids at the house? My dad and my two kids were not at the house. They were not. Okay, so they didn't still live at your house. My youngest daughter certainly did not live there. Okay. My oldest daughter would come back and forth. I can't say month for month when she was there or when she was not there. I know that she has been there um, post me moving out. At this time, no one is at my house. Okay. So at some point after you moved out for, for the safety reasons, you're, at least one of your children did come Ms. back. Ms. Merchant, can we get to either the yeah. relationship or the sure. financial benefit? Yes. Um, so... Um, let's see, we were back at 2021. So you were still friends with Miss Yerdy then. Um, were you also friends with Mr. Bradley? I don't, I've never been friends with Mr. Bradley. You've never been friends with Mr. Bradley? No, I don't, um, I don't consider us to be friends. I certainly, I don't dislike Mr. Bradley, but I don't consider us to be friends. Um, is he someone that you would have in your phone and you would message with? Uh, I might have text messaged him. Okay. Um, would you text message him and Mr. Wade on the same conversations? I don't recall doing that, but if it happened, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Okay, so that, that wouldn't surprise you, mm -hmm. the three of you. Okay. How frequently would you think that the three of you would have text, texted? Not very, I wouldn't think very often, but you're asking me to recall. I don't even know what time period you're asking me to recall, but I, I'm not going to speak to that because I just really don't know the answer to that. And so I don't want to speculate as to how often that would happen. Um, but it's not out of my practice to text two people on one text message. So if you told me that happened and showed it to me, it wouldn't surprise me, although I have no recollection of it. But there would be some rec rec record of it in your phone, or the phone records would have some record of those texts. Perhaps. Um, talk about, you know, you said that sometimes you paid Miss Yerdy cash. Um, I don't when you I, went, I'm sorry. sorry, when you went on vacation with Mr. Wade, um, let's let's just go one by one. Let's um, let's start with the first one. What's the first time you went on vacation with Mr. Wade? I think the first time we went on vacation was around April of 22, and it's a vacation is a stretch, but I'm trying to be comprehensive. Um, I recall April of 22. His birthday is March the 18th. Um, so that would have been his 49th birthday. Um, I took him to like Tennessee for the day. I think we went to a museum. 
think we might have stayed the night. I'm not sure. But, I mean, Tennessee is kind of hard to call a vacation, but I just am trying to be inclusive. And it, like I said, I don't think, I know it wasn't more than a day. Um, so you didn't spend the night? I think that we did. So that's what I'm telling you. I think that there's a possibility that we stayed that night in April of 22. Who paid for the hotel? I think I did. It was his birthday. Um, and would you have used a credit card? Probably maybe a debit. You've been listening to live okay. broadcast uh, for, with uh, with Fannie Willis, who has taken the stand, and uh, it's it's really compelling to listen to the questions, the hostility. I mean, even the judge said that. Well, I think their lawyer said that you shouldn't be treating her like she's a hostile witness, and he's like definitely adversarial. Or the something ju- I mean, the judge was like, "Well, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, she is pretty hostile." Yeah, though. she keeps saying, "You're a liar." <laughs> yeah. you All right, we got it back up here. Let's let's keep listening to Fonnie Willis as she's on the stand in Atlanta, Georgia. Send a little letter, and it says, "Will you be my girlfriend?" And you check it. I don't know the day that we started seeing each other, but it was early 22 is my recollection. Okay, early 22. And you all went to Florida on vacation as well? I don't recall going to Florida on vacation with him. You never went to Florida with Mr. Wade? We went to, when we went to get on the cruise ship, we went to Miami. Okay, that's the Um, only time that you went to Florida with him? I think we went to Miami and spent the night. That's my recollection. Okay. I think we spent one night so that we wouldn't miss the ship. That's my recollection of our vacation. Paid for that hotel. In Miami? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. And how'd you get to Miami? We would have flown. And we've done that so that I'm clear. We've done that twice. I think one time we stayed. And I honestly can't tell you, did we stay when the ship left or did we stay when the ship came back? I also can't tell you. So there's two cruises out of Miami. There's one that's in that October time period that was with his mom. And then there was another that was a New Year's Eve trip. I know I paid for the New Year's Eve trip because the tickets were six ninety seven each. And I thought this is ridiculous that the tickets are seven hundred dollars to go to Miami. But when you travel during New Year's Eve, you know, they get you. Um, so let's let's just back up and talk about the first time that you went to, to Florida with Mr. Wade. Um, that was the time that you said you stayed in Miami at the hotel the first night. That's the time I told you I am not sure. So I'm not sure of two things. So I want to make sure that my testimony is clear. I'm not sure if we stayed in Miami on the October trip. I'm not sure if we stayed in Miami on the December trip. I just can't remember that. And I also don't remember so that the record is clear. I don't remember if the necessity was as we got on the ship or we got off the ship. But I do remember there was a night spent in Miami because either whatever. I don't remember. But I think that there was a night spent in Miami. That cruise is um, the one that you took in October, right? Ma'am, I, I, if you have a, a something to refresh my recollection, okay. I'm intentionally trying to not be difficult with you, but I don't want to make up something. Right. I know that on one of those two trips, you stayed in Miami. I am not sure right now. You're asking me about... Oh, I think... I'm sorry, you misunderstood. I wasn't asking you which... I was not asking you which night you stayed in Miami. I'm asking if you took a cruise in October 2022 with Mr. Wake. Yes, and his mom. And his mother. That's what I was asking. Yes. Is that the first time you met his mother? Yes. It was on that cruise. And that was Royal Caribbean, I believe? You too. I honestly don't remember what ship. I know we've taken two cruises. I don't know what the ships were. Um, but he paid for the flight and the cruise on Royal Caribbean that time. 
So yes, he paid, he is the original one that does it. He has something called, Mr. Wade is a world traveler. Um, I'm not as versed as him. He's been to six of the seven continents. Um, and so he has both a personal travel agent and he also has a cruise travel agent. I don't know anything about either of those kind of travel agents. So he is the one that would book the travel, but we need to be clear when we're talking about just because he booked it doesn't mean, like I don't consider him having taken me any place. Let me just be honest. The only one that's ever taken somebody someplace is for his 50th birthday. I consider that I took him to Belize. And I took him to Belize because, um, you know, I don't want to discuss his personal business, but I'm happy Mr. Wade is still here with us. And I did 50 big, very big. Um, so still on that October Royal Caribbean cruise, um, even though Would he you, had a travel agent. I'm sorry. If you do me a favor. Hmm. I don't know what cruise ship, what time. So if you'll help me and say October cruise with mama or the New Year's Eve trip with his sisters, I'll be able to, we can no communicate. I just don't know what ship. October cruise with mama. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. He paid for the cruise and the flights for that trip. So he called his cruise agent and he booked that through them because right. he has a cruise agent. Right. He also has a regular uh, agent. I don't know the cruise agent's name. So I wasn't asking about his travel agent. I was just well, asking but if I'm he trying paid to, for those. He did not though. Okay. Because the reason I consider that he did not is I gave him his money back. And I was about so to I, ask that. But initially he paid for that. Yeah, he, he called his cruise agent. Like I think they have his card on record. They do whatever. Okay. So initially he paid for the cruise and the flight to Miami and the Royal Caribbean cruise. And my understanding of that October cruise is like it was a package the lady did for him. Okay. Um, so, and I'll get to the reimbursements and all that. I'm just trying to confirm he paid for the flight and the cruise in October. And I think that when you say things that way, I want this record to be Initially. abundantly clear that he calls his travel agent, he calls his cruise agent. They do whatever he tells them. He's like on a first name basis with these people. They do it. And then he tells me how much it is and I give him the money back. I don't, just like you're asking me about the money with Robin, I don't do my friends like that. So if you tell me it's a G, then you're gonna get a thousand dollars. Whatever it is, I didn't ever make him produce receipts to me. Whatever he told me it was, I gave him the money back. Isn't it true that he paid for the cruise and the, um, the flight on his credit card? I'm not asking about reimbursement or after. He used his credit card to buy the cruise and buy the flight, correct? I have no idea how he paid for it, okay. uh, if it's a credit card, if it's a debit card, but certainly he called his uh, cruise agent. You know, like how many people have a cruise agent? He calls his cruise agent, tells them where they want to go. They tell him what's booked. And you have to remember, he didn't just, he paid for that initial was me, him, and his mother. Um, and then after that cruise, you all flew to Aruba and spent a couple of days in a hotel there, correct? Right. And his mother was not happy. He that initially we paid for that. He initially paid for that. For Aruba. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So let's talk about both of those. I know he initially paid for it. Did you pay him back? For the cruise and for Aruba. Yeah, I gave him his money before we ever went on that trip. You gave him cash before you ever went on the trip? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when you got cash to pay him back on these trips, would you go to the ATM? No, lady. You would not go to the ATM? No. Okay. So um, Fulton County pays you direct deposit, I assume? Yes, Fulton okay. County and the uh, state of Georgia both pay me direct deposits. Okay. So the cash that you would pay him, you wouldn't get it out of the bank? I have money in my house. You have money in your house. So it was just money that was there. 
when you meet my father, he's going to tell you as a woman, you should always have, which I don't have, so let's don't tell him that. You should have at least six months in cash at your house at all times. Now, I don't know why this old black man feels like that, but he does. When we were growing up, my daddy had three safes in the house. So my father's bought me a lockbox, and I always keep cash in the house. Now, I don't do it to the degree that my father would do it, so he would probably be uh, ashamed with me, but I always have cash at the house. That has been, I don't know, all my life. If you're a woman and you go on a date with a man, you better have $200 in your pocket. So if that man acts up, you can go where you want to go. So I keep cash in my house, and I don't keep cash as good in my purse like I used to. Um, I don't go on many dates, but when you go on a date, you should have cash in your pocket. So my question was, where did that cash originally come from? If it didn't cash, come out of the bank? Cash is uh, fungible. I had cash for years in my house. So for me to tell you the source of when it comes from, when you go to Publix and you buy something, you get $50, you throw it in there. When it's been my whole life. When I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign, I kept some of the cash of that. Like, to tell you, I just have cash in my house. I don't have as much today as I would normally have, but I'm building back up now. So you just put money in. It's a very good practice. I would advise it to all women. So you can't identify when you came into this cash or where the cash came from? I didn't say I couldn't identify it. No, nobody gives me anything. I am sure that the source of the money is always the work, sweat, and tears of me. What you asked me for is when did the money go in there? What I am trying to tell you is, so I got divorced in 2005 from my husband. And, and no, 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 it's important. You said, where did the money come from? And I need to tell you where the money came from. And so for many, many years, I have kept money in my house. That money in my worst days has probably only been 500 or $1,000. At my best days, I probably had $15,000 in my house at cash. At all times, there's going to be cash in my house or wherever I'm laying my head. The money that you paid Mr. Wade, the cash, in October of 2022, you do not know where that money came from. I do know where it came from. It came from my sweat and tears. You know which job it came from. Did it come from Fulton County or did it come from a private job? It came from, I don't, I'm not a, what are you talking about? So it could have come from a private job because before I was DA, I was in private practice. So I earned money during that time period that's probably in there. You don't it know could have. What do you mean? I don't know where it came from. I, I absolutely understand the situation. We can move on. Okay, thanks. Um, same with Aruba. You don't know where that cash came from either, right? Ma'am, you are mischaracterizing my testimony greatly. Um, I'm not going to allow you to mischaracterize my testimony. I know that I keep money in my house. The amounts of money I gave Mr. Wade, it was never that serious. I don't think I've ever handed him more than $2,500 in a reimbursement. So we're not talking about $20,000 in cash. I don't have $20,000 in cash right now. The most I ever gave him, I know I gave him $2,500 when we went to Belize because we went to one um, hotel and then we went to a second hotel. That $2,500 I actually gave him while we were still in Belize. I know that the Aruba trip, the one that you described with his mom, I think I gave him about $2,000 for that trip for like total. His mom uh, went to Aruba with you? The Aruba trip. So I consider that to be one trip. So okay. we got off of a cruise ship and then we went to Aruba, which is why I cannot remember is that the time that we had to stay in Miami to wait for the flight for Aruba. <laughs> 
So I consider that one trip. We didn't like come back to Atlanta and leave. We went, we flew down to Miami. We got on a cruise ship. We spent a couple of days with his mama. We came back to Miami. When we came back to Miami, either that day or the next day, we flew to Aruba. We spent a few days in Aruba and we came back. That was really one trip. Even though we went two places, it was one trip. Um, so let's talk about the California trip. Um, is that when you were moving your daughter out to California? When you all went, or did you have two trips to California? My daughter doesn't live in California. Did she ever live in California? I'm not discussing to you the location of my child. Um, so how many times did you go with Mr. Wade to California? Once. And you all stayed in Napa Valley and he paid for the plane tickets and the hotel? He paid for the plane tickets and the hotel. Um, and what did you pay for on that trip? I gave him much less cash that time, probably four or $500. And then I paid for uh, a bunch of stuff. I think we did two different wine tours that you do, which are pretty expensive. Um, I think I bought him. He likes wine. I don't really like wine, to be honest with you. I like Grey Goose. Um, I bought him a bottle of wine while we were there and the sippings that you do. I, I can't remember how many, like four or five different places you go. I remember we went to um, to this place that they do pairings. Um, that was the most expensive thing that I think that we did while we were there. So they would pair uh, they, they would pair uh, champagne, chocolate, and champagne, chocolate, and caviar. It was a three, and it was like three different things: Sweden, Russia, someplace else. I'll make that up. But um, that that was the most expensive thing we did that trip, and I paid for I paid for that. You pay cash for us doing that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I. But I, that trip did not cost me a lot of money. I might have took like seven hundred and fifty dollars in cash on me because we weren't gone very long. I was and just, then I, I'd only asked if you paid in cash. I don't even know the amounts. When I travel, I always take cash. Um, and is the cash that you keep in your house, or do you keep it at the condo that you were living in? So at that point, it wouldn't be at my house, and I'm sorry if. I was not clear. The money would be wherever I laid my head. So I wouldn't leave the money at the house. So if um, I was unclear, no. Money's going to be where I stay. How much did you pay for your trip to Panama? To where? Panama, I believe. I didn't go to I Panama. The, I may have the location wrong. I never went to Panama. So Mr. after Way went to uh, Panama with his frat brother. Oh, he went to Panama with his frat brothers. So tell me about, let's see. So I want to make sure I've got them. I've got Belize. You already covered Belize. You covered the... So let me tell you our real trips. In October, we went with, uh, we went on the cruise with his mom. We got back from the cruise with his mom and we went to Aruba. I consider that one trip. Second trip, New Year's Eve, we went on a cruise to the Bahamas. That's the second trip. I want to make sure I get this right. Third trip. 100% on me. I think he might have spent $200 on that entire trip. Uh, we went to Belize. That was my trip. That was, you know, his 50th. And then Napa Valley, we went around May. I don't know the dates, but it seems to me like it was close to Mother's Day. And those are the only trips? Um, so that the record is complete. I can remember one time driving to... Where were we? South Carolina, and we met my sister for lunch with her man. Um, when was we didn't that? Stay the, I don't know, but we didn't stay the night there. But I guess people would consider that a trip if you drive somewhere and you come back. That was insane because it was like five hours to drive. We ate lunch, and we drove right back. Um, I can remember 
driving to some little town in Georgia. I don't even know where I was. Um, I had never been there before or after. There's some boat you can get on over to, and there's like a slave thing, if that gives anyone any reference. We didn't do that. Um, I remember doing that. I remember driving one time to Charlotte. We had lunch with one of my very close girlfriends. And again, we drove to Charlotte, met my girlfriend for lunch, and drove right back. So that's a trip. We didn't stay the night there, but I just want to be complete in my testimony. We drove someplace, had lunch, drove back. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember another driving someplace distant for um, lunch and coming back to Charlotte to see a girlfriend to meet my sister uh, in South Carolina. We went by ourselves when I told you about that remote place in Georgia. We could have driven someplace else and had lunch and came back, but that's all that comes to my recollection right now. There could have been another place we drove and had lunch. My um, security team was very clear to me. I'm not to be out and about in Atlanta without them, and so, for me to do something just very normal that a normal person would get to do if they weren't prosecuting this case, I gotta drive four hours to do it. And that's what I was gonna ask you, your security detail, did they take you to and from your house? They take, well, so I haven't been able to enjoy my home. Condo, I'm sorry, in March of where you lay your head? Do they take you to and from where you lay your head? 99% of the time. Would they take Mr. Wade to and from wherever you laid your head? That is never in the history of ever happen ever okay your security team has never taken him to, from my house that's a lie that's another if they've ever taken him anywhere. and i'm telling you that that's never happened so your security team has never taken my mr. Wade security anywhere. team has never taken mr wade from any place where i have lived and brought him here never not once not ever have they ever taken the two of you together to where anywhere well, we've left this building and um for gone to lunch, but I go to lunch so rarely that that is a very rare occasion, I am sure. And let me be clear, it wouldn't just be Mr. Wade. So I'm sure my security team has taken me to lunch. Probably been a time I've left here, seven o'clock, gone to get something to eat. And I don't even know that they would have taken him or if he would have driven himself, but they've taken me to do that. But we're talking very few, very far in between. Most days I don't even eat lunch. And when I do, it's because my assistant has heated up some bag, something, and I, I eat through meetings and eat in my office. It's not a practice of mine to go to lunch. During the time period that you were dating, would your security team ever take you two together anywhere? No. Never? If there was a lunch that occurred that I just described, if there was a meal that occurred that I just described, anything outside of that, and it needs to be very clear, not often, once, twice, because I want to be uh, over-inclusive, I'm saying once or twice. I'm not certain that it happened, but I'd rather be over-inclusive with you. So your office objected to us getting um, Delta records for flights that you may have taken when no, Mr. Wade. And, well, no, 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 look, I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. So my question was, 
Do you have any problem? I object to getting any personal records of mine. We're not dealing with privilege through a witness. And I'm not, no, 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 I'm not dealing with privilege. What um, we had offered to put them in camera for the court to review, and I just want to know if she has any That's problem. That's something to do with a witness. Okay, um, you have to file as part of your job something called an income and financial disclosure report, correct? That's correct. And you filed your first one. So you filed two today, is that right? Is it two or three? I probably would have filed 21, 22. And maybe I haven't filed 23 yet because isn't it due like June of the next year? April, I believe. So you filed, let's see, you filed your first one. It looks like April 15th, 2022. And your second one, um, April 17th, 2023. Does that sound familiar? That I don't remember the dates, but you're an officer of the court. I'm gonna hope you're telling the truth now. May I, may I approach the witness? You may. Thank you. Um, I already gave the state a copy. Exhibit 20 and 21. Can somebody bring me some? Yeah. <laughs> Dies are getting a little old. Yes. Okay, yes, ma'am. Those are the ones that you filed. This this looks like me for sure. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Judge, we'd move to admit twenty and twenty-one. I think you need to delineate which ones. Which, which twenty ones which. is twenty twenty-one, so it, it accounts for the time period, Your Honor, January the first, twenty-one through December the thirty-first, twenty twenty-one. That is Defendant's Exhibit Twenty. Um, Defendant's Exhibit 2021, it accounts for the time period January the 1st, 2022 through December the 1st of 2022. All right, any objection to Exhibits 20 and 21? Nope. No, no, Sorry. From other counsel, admitted without objection. Yeah. Um, when did your relationship, your personal relationship with Mr. Wade end? Our personal relationship ended in um, this year. So let's be let's be very clear so that we don't mix words. I, I don't want to mix words in here. Mr. Wade is my friend right now. Um, Mr. Wade, I would say, has been my friend since 2020. I think he started out as like a mentor and a professional colleague. Um, he became my friend and somebody that I, I really respected. Um, I feel very indebted to Mr. Wade uh, for taking on the task of this job. And um, he is certainly my friend and one of the people that I respect the most. Um, so if you ask about a personal relationship, I consider myself to have a personal relationship right now, Mr. Wade. I consider myself to have a personal relationship with Anna Cross. I consider myself to have a personal relationship with Mr. Abadi. Mm -hmm. I consider myself to have a personal relationship with Andrew Evans. Okay, let me just so clarify that. I have a personal relationship with him as we speak right now. A romantic I don't think that's what you're asking. I think that's what you're asking. When did your romantic relationship with Mr. Wade end? My, did it end? Me and Mr. Wade, um, we are good friends. Uh, my respect for him has grown over these seven weeks of attacks. Uh, we are very good friends. I think, but for these attacks, it would have been a friendship that as life goes, he would have stop having um i think that you have seen minute that we'll be friends to the day we die right <clears throat> uh let's Could we just have an answer to the question i'm I can handle this say that let's she, have it she asked about a personal relationship she asked when the romantic relationship ended that's the question it sometime in um i'd say late summer of 2023 so i don't believe me and um 
So if this is what you're really asking about. This is the salaciousness of all of this, right? No, I'm just uh, asking about your romantic relationship. When you stopped dating, I, I'm asking. I, I think that me and Mr. Wade, so he's a man. He probably would say June or July. I would say we had a tough conversation in August. So that men in relationships at the end of physical intimacy, women in relationships when that tough conversation takes place. And where, um, when did he come to, I guess the condo, I'm not sure what you called it, condo apartment, um, would he come and stay at that condo or visit you there? I'm sorry, visit you there. What condo, what apartment, I want to be clear. So not your house. I know you classified one as house and one as condo, so I'm trying to use those terms. So um, there's been more, that, see what you don't understand is because of this case, I got to move. And so I, Ms. I Merchant, to, if you could ask a more precise question. Yes, please give me the time period. <laughs> Mr. Wade visits you at the place you laid your head. When? Has he ever visited you at the place you laid your head? So let's be clear because you've lied in this, this. Let me tell you which one you lied in right here. I think you lied right here. No, 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 no. This is the truth. Judge, and this it, is, it, it is a lie. It is gonna, a lie. Right, Ms. Will? You Mr. Sena, thank you. We're going to take five minutes. We'll be back in five. So they're breaking right now in the courthouse. Fonnie Willis has been real spicy. Uh, I think the word is hostile, but they're taking a break. And uh, we are going to take a break as well. Stick around. More Annie Fry show here in just a minute. We know that Mark Reardon is going to have legal experts on his show to recap what is going on. The Fonnie Willis taking the witness stand has just taken a break. And we will be back after a short break here on the Annie Fry show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back. That ending there to wow. Fonnie Willis on the the witness stand which i've been asking some of our legal expert friends in private messages about what's, what's coming yeah what and what does it mean for fonnie willis to be taking the stand is that a surprise and they said it it's they were doing everything they could to prevent it and she said when she took the stand that she was in her office pacing and then she ran to the courtroom when the pr- prior testimony had wrapped up and then she has been hostile very hostile and at the end there she 
she's been very, she's attacked the attorney that is questioning her, calling her a liar repeatedly to the point where the judge also really was saying, no, you're, you're out of line. And then they took a five minute break. And they, they forced that break. Uh, I don't think they were intending to because they're going back into it now with more testimony. They said, okay, hang on now. We're going to take a five minute break because things are getting a little out of hand. That was wild at the end there. Yeah, it was. Well, she came out that way, too. I mean, she came out hard and hostile, and then it kind of slowed down a little bit in the middle, and then it ramped back up right there at the end. It makes you wonder what her philosophy is behind coming in, being very aggressive and insulting to the attorney that was questioning her. So I just want to stress, Mark Reardon is going to be taking over for us here in just a couple minutes, and he is going to have your coverage of this as it happens. He's also going to have, uh, you know, all the other news. There's a lot of news taking place today. Supposed to have Brad Young in the 4 o'clock hour to react to us and um, surmise what we have learned today. The YouTube live chat poll for today is, will the Democratic ticket in November be Biden-Harris? Answers, uh, your options are yes, no Biden, no Harris, or neither. Ryan, what do you think? I'm a yes, but with my second place being no Biden, that Harris actually would take over. But my first is yes. We started talking about this earlier in the show, and I don't know if I ever got around to this point, but the idea that Joe Biden is kind of a placeholder and and he's easy to puppet and there's a kind of a, a president by committee that feels like it's taking place, Kamala Harris would... Kamala Harris would move into that position and accept those circumstances, yes, in my would. opinion. So that, that's the only thing that Harris offers the bottom line, the retention of power in the Democratic Party, is that I think she is very eager to be managed for the opportunity to be the president. Yeah, among the people who are currently pulling those strings. Brad, your thoughts? Is it Biden-Harris? Is it no Biden, no Harris? Or is it it's, neither of them? It's no Biden, but Harris. You think Harris is it? Yes. And I don't think that they're going to be happy about it. Man, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's neither. So let's get to the results here. 6% of you say there's no Harris. 21% of you say no no Biden. Uh, You think it is Biden and Harris. 35% and 39% say neither. Wow. Neither was the winner, although very dispersed. Mark Reardon with all the latest coverage in just a minute. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 